Welcome to the Food is Life podcast with me, Jambo. And me, Steph. So, Steph, since we last podcast, me and you have taken the Food is Life podcast on tour. Mm. Paris. To the beautiful city of Paris. If you're watching this like 10 years down the line, basically there was a Rugby World Cup. Jambo has cut his beard off. Mm-hmm. So he's got baby face and he's got green hair. <laughs> Yeah, and a moustache. This might mean absolutely nothing to you right yeah. now, <laughs> but we are going to do an Instagram live. Yeah. And if you are even moderately concerned or interested, we mm. can send you pics. Yeah. So DM us. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so we went to Paris last week for the rugby. Um, Steph's better half is a South Africa fan. I am an Ireland fan. Ireland won. I was happy. I made some silly bets with some Irish players or an Irish player. I lost the bet, so yeah, I've got moustache and green hair. So absolutely love it. Anyway, Steph, what are we talking about this week? <laughs> We're talking about binging. Yes, binging, binging. So it's a conversation I had with one of my lean beans the other day, actually, and she basically let's use a different scenario so we don't talk about her. So I've actually mm-hmm. lost her. <laughs> so. Basically, and this happens actually quite a lot, I think, and I've had it with other lean beans, is that, for example, you're in the office, Mm -hmm. you've said, right, I'm not going to have any cakes, it's someone's birthday, I'm not going to have anything, and then you don't have anything when you're there, you've restricted, you've done well, you get home, and then you have four donuts. Mm -hmm. Then you feel guilty about it, and then you feel bad. But my response to this was... I don't think you should feel bad about this because I don't believe anyone never does this. Does that make sense? Yeah, Nobody yeah. ever does this. Yeah, even the best people do it. Yeah, that's, that was my response. Mm. So I thought it would be good to get on the podcast about it, speak to you about it and see what you thought because, yeah. I don't know, from my point of view, I think I want to make it okay that we are not perfect. Yeah. Food is a drug. Mm. without wanting to be too sensitive about the subject. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, what do you think? We haven't actually spoken about it. I know. This is the first time we've done a podcast and not <laughs> talked about it for 45 minutes before. Um, <laughs> no, I think it's a really interesting thing, actually, where everyone, I think everyone does it. And I think for a long time, I used to beat myself up. So say, like, there's like a, a saying. It's like, don't turn a cheat meal into a cheat day or a cheat day into a cheat week mm. or whatever, right? Um, I think sometimes I'd have that mindset. So say like, I don't know, if I woke up and had leftover pizza from the night before, mm-hmm. and then like it'd almost like snowball because I'd be like, oh, well, I've ruined my day now or whatever, do you know what I mean? Like, and then like you almost like beat yourself up because you're like, nobody, like I'm just really weak. And, yes. And like yes. nobody else is doing this. Mm. And then it wasn't until I got a little bit older and even the people that are in the best shapes ever, mm-hmm still do it but then it's how they respond to it rather than yeah and i would like to find one person in this world who's never hidden a rapper why would you hide it you've never hidden a rapper no or just put something <laughs> further in the bin than <laughs> nah really okay you're L- my one person then. live by the sword die by the sword <laughs> <laughs> this i think i could be wrong now mm. you've made me question myself the 99% of people in this world have hidden interesting some sort of rapper mm. in their life. Yeah, maybe. 
you know, maybe not consistently. Mm. I've definitely done it. Have you? Yeah, just because it's not. Is I, it like guilt, or is it like trying to get like avoid that you've done it? Or it's not that. It's let's say, for example, I mean, I can't think of a scenario because I haven't done it in a while, but I've definitely done it. Mm. So let's say I've had some sweets at lunchtime, mm. for example, like in the week, and then my partner would come home and be like, oh. He wouldn't, not judging, being like... Mm, the truth's coming out now. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but it's like, you just don't want to have yeah, that conversation. Yeah. Cause it's like, well, I just wanted it. And then, yeah, so yeah. you just put it lower in the bin than what you... That's interesting. Yeah. Now I need to know. Yeah. That's... So people, that's message us. Great, great one for uh, Instagram. Get a poll on. Yeah, actually. Because I now am intrigued to know. I know. I think it's quite a sensitive subject, so... Hopefully, me being honest about that mm. too will make other people think actually it is okay. Yeah, and I guess that's the point I want to get across in this podcast is that things like this, behaviors like this, are okay. Mm-hmm. We don't want to normalize them, of course, but they're a part of our world. However, we describe binging, I don't know. However, we describe it, it is part of a lot of people's lives. Mm. Without, well, staying in our lane and without going too deep into the psychology of it, Mm. do you think that working with people that obviously like there is a correlation between sort of like mental health and and binge eating a lot, Mm -hmm. but do you think a lot of people derail themselves because they think that they're, they're the only ones that maybe like... You know, when somebody like, for example, um, I ate a bag of chocolate pretzels earlier. Now, before, I might have absolutely spiraled and been like, oh, I'll start my diet again on Monday. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, but like now, like, it's like one meal out of, say, like my last 20 meals yeah. might have been a bad one. It took me a while to get out of that mindset. Yeah. I also think people that do that on the regular kind of self-sabotage because they don't believe that they should be successful Mm -hmm. because yeah i mean we are going down the psychological route which you know is not Mm. our area but um lean beans that i've definitely worked with a lot of it in those kind of scenarios i have to do a lot of work on building confidence and help them understand you Mm. know that the all or nothing mindset isn't Mm the one way or the highway do you know what? i had a bit of an epiphany with the other day right mm. this is just me spitballing my like verbal vomit coming out of my mouth oh that doesn't happen often yeah i know Jeez. and uh i was just thinking like isn't it crazy that we have mindsets as like human beings right say like you had a goal of uh, climbing a mountain okay your, your progress isn't like quite physically not always linear straight up like sometimes you have to go down a step, go down a rock, you climb up a rock, you go down. And like we don't see that as a negative. Say like we have to go through a slightly different path where we take a almost like a backward step. You don't see it as a negative as long as you, you're moving forward. But in like just in any goals in society we have, if you – I have had this mindset where like I'm like I have to – it has to be continuously like linear progress say like out of like 100 meals that you have, and we're all humans and we have to eat, so everyone's going to have 100 meals, mm. just say. Say even if, I don't know, 80% of them are good meals. So 80 meals 
are great. Mm. And not, you're not even saying those 20 mils are bad. We almost have a like, negative like mindset of you can't have those. Yeah. But that's like one in every five mils. Yeah. And we let that then spiral into... When in hindsight, that meal, unless you're going out and trying to do a food challenge or something, mm. it's so minimal. Mm-hmm. And we climbing up the mountain situation, we accept that, you know, you might have a day where there's bad weather so you can't actually go up the hill mm-hmm. that you planned to that day. Mm-hmm. But that's fine because mm-hmm. that's kind of accepted in that world. Mm-hmm. Whereas definitely when it comes to dieting, there's no room for, yeah. you know what, I'm going to have a day. I'm clearly hungry today. I've already had these four donuts. I'm just going to chill today. It's fine. Mm. I can get straight back on it tomorrow. Not on, not back on it, but no, no. straight back to where I was tomorrow. Um, actually, you did actually give me some like life-changing advice once. You used to say to me, are you sure this is the right time for you to be doing your goals? You know, I think at the time I'd like, I've moved and like I started a new job and you were like, just don't sweat about it. Don't worry about it. Now, before... Over the last couple of weeks, I've been at the World Cup and I've drunk so many pints. It's unreal. <laughs> but like before, like it would kind of like derail me. Mm. And like even like coming back, so people that don't know, I've like f- flown in and out of France. So I've had like five days back and then I fly back. Those five days, usually, I'd like completely be like, fuck it. Mm. And like it's almost like giving me the mindset of like, it's okay to have those four days where I'm eating croissants you know, several croissants. You witnessed me eat several cro- croissants at a time and, like, all those beers. And then when I come back, it's okay just then to continue on the path. I might not be exactly where I was, but, yeah, not just completely going off the mountain. Oh, I love it because this is where dieters in general don't look at the bigger picture. Let's say you look at the year as a whole, mm-hmm. 12 months. Mm. You take even two months out of that for the World Cup, like you've just explained. Mm. Let's say you maintain over this period of time. Yep. Let's say your goal is to lose body fat right, mm-hmm. over a longer period of time. Two months out of the 12 months is literally a whisper in the thunderstorm. Mm-hmm. And if you can have a positive mindset during that two months, yep. it's going to help afterwards for you to get straight back on it to where you need to yep. be. Rather than telling yourself you're weak, you're rubbish, you now feel rubbish. You've now put on oh, weight. I've wasted all that progress. Yeah, 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 you've wasted the last six months of progress. Mm. Yeah. Is another thing as well, like the small drop in the ocean, or like the slight backward step, so to speak. Is when you like look at your goals, say like not even like a, a date goal, but just say like next next summer I want to feel healthier and better in my, my own skin, and maybe my clothes feel a little bit better on me. Whatever it should be before i think when i derail myself but i know that this like two months it might even hinder a little bit of progress from where i was say two months ago i might be back to that point but like the longer picture is Mm. with that like allowing yourself to like be like okay with not yeah it's okay to take some steps backwards to go forwards 100 percent. yeah it took me years to get it Mm. and hopefully because we've got podcast listeners that are full force into the podcast we can get you there faster Mm. with this kind of mindset also we're now talking about nothing to do with our binging which well i think i think i think binging for a lot of people is isn't it like a lot of people will have say like 
holidays or like you when you know when you lose momentum mm-hmm. i think for a lot of people binging happens where it's not like one day sometimes i mean today i woke up and wanted chocolate pretzels and i was like i'm gonna go get some and i ate a whole bag in bed yeah but i think like binging comes from sometimes like say go on a holiday and then you get like into a situation where you kind of like you restrict 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 and then you like blow out hmm. and this is where so it's like, also how do you define binging right because some people what you did this morning with chocolate pretzels mm. would define that as a binge yeah yeah some people wouldn't other people would define a binge as you know completely off the rails can't remember how much you ate mm. that's probably the two ends of the spectrum right mm-hmm. um but i i i do want to get the point across that neither is bad mm-hmm. because even if we look at how I'd work with my lean beans. We'd have a scheduled diet break every now and then anyway. Yeah, yeah. So a scheduled diet break, for those that don't know, it's just basically temporarily going back up to maintenance calories just to give your body and your mind, mostly your mind, just a rest and a chill. Generally, you can plan them around like holidays or you mm. know whatever um, takes your fancy. Um, half terms for people that got... Rugby World Cups. Rugby World Cups. Mm. So... If you if you plan in what you think is a binge, but if it's planned, mm-hmm. you've then got a better mindset around it. Hundred percent. So then it's not that bad. But then if you have a binge spontaneously, and remember, binge is a different spectrum for different yeah. people. If you have one spontaneously that you didn't mean to, it also does not mean you're a failure. No. It doesn't set you back Mm-mm. four months. And again, this is like the real like, you know, when you like all or nothing mindset i guess or like really restrict yourself then you almost have like a snapping point because that's never maintainable like when you like really Mm. clamp yourself down Mm. and then that's where i think like a lot of people just like ah fuck it i I saw on the podcast oh yeah i think i did the other day didn't i yeah you did i think that's my my first swear yeah one um what was gonna say about oh yeah so with things like diet breaks how i like to get these across to my lean beans is a seven day work week isn't a thing Mm -hmm. well for most people hopefully yeah you work five days societally wise Mm -hmm. you work five days you have two days off you work five days because you need that time to rest recover reset we do it in society you then take a two-week holiday Mm -hmm. to rest recover reset why with dieting do we think we have to go seven days a week 24 hours a day, mm-hmm. every single hour, every single day until we reach our goal. Mm-hmm. It's not how we work. It's mm-hmm. not how our bodies and our minds are. Well, that's not what we're used to. Not conditioned for. Conditioned yeah. for. Here's like a, I need to think about how I'm going to word this question because it's a bit of a tangent, but not. Um, what's your thoughts on like, um, I guess like not control binging, but uh, for example, you say you don't have a seven-day work week, right? Mm -hmm. So, like, for example, I almost control binging by having, like, certain smarter choices that feel like I'm letting go of Mm. the restriction almost. I know it's not a restriction, but, for example, I'll have a Fake Away Five Guys, for example. It feels a little bit... And then, like, I'm really into flakes at the moment. 134 calories for a flake. A flake over a ripple? I'd always go 12 flake ripple. 
12 flake. Now I'm going ripple 12 flake. Uh, I know, disappointing. Yeah. you got green hair, so you can't really say much. Good point. Uh, <laughs> but back on to the so, controlled. Yeah, I think this is the principle of mm. what it means to be a lean bean, right? It's having that flexibility, not ever kind of restricting yourself. But with that being said, obviously you're in a calorie deficit. You're holding calories back, which is why diet breaks are important mm. to hopefully stop more of a spontaneous binge. Mm -hmm. So you can have your pre-planned, I guess, calories that you would, con would assume would be guilty calories, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but they're not. So there's no such thing that no. exists. Yeah, we articulate in this. Yeah, I think your your brain is melting in front of me. <laughs> okay, I've got another question for you, which is just complete tangent. If yeah. you wanted that question answered, tough. Um, <laughs> would you ever like, if say like you're a person that is susceptible to like, say like a binge, right? Mm. Like I'm quite susceptible to, and like some people might say that's not a binge. Other people be like, you're off the, the mm. rails, wind your neck in. Um, is like for example. I love chocolate buttons, and I've probably mentioned this on oh, the so many times. Yeah, so many times from the fridge, right? Mm. So sometimes, like on a Saturday night, I'll know that I'm going to probably smash 800 calories worth of chocolate buttons. Mm -hmm. But like, I've got to a point now where I'm like, okay, I know I'm doing that later, so I have slightly less calories in the day, yeah, and in the evening, if I'm really really hungry, then I'll have something and chocolate buttons or and this is probably not the, this is the question is, I literally will have chocolate buttons yeah. for dinner. Okay, so this is a good example because people will feel guilty for doing that. Yeah. Which we need to get our heads around that it's, that's not a bad thing. Yeah. Because that's a controlled, yeah, a controlled thing. Mm. And you know, okay, right, I'm not going to get hit my protein targets yeah, today yeah. and et cetera, yeah. et cetera. But if that keeps you on the straight and narrow for the next, yeah, three that, weeks. That's what I feel like it does. It like almost it's like a controlled implosion. Yeah. So what if you previously mm -hmm. you got chocolate buttons in the fridge, but they don't fit within your calories, but you have them anyway. Yeah. That is what some people are calling a binge. Yeah, yeah. How are we reacting to that? What were you doing before that you've now changed? Okay, I think before, if I'd done that, then I would have been like, I would have beat myself up the next day. Okay. Like, I would have, in the evening, would have, like, been like, this is fine. The next day, probably would have beat myself up. And then if I went slightly off course, then the next day, yeah. I'd then, like, it would snowball and I'd be like, ah, oh, you're an idiot. Mm. Would you have dropped your calories to try and counteract it or would you have just carried on i think i would have just carried on mm -hmm. but i think that's when you like you beating yourself up adds up cumulative that, yeah say that that day might have been only i don't know 500 calories over which is you know nearly nothing when you put in the grand mm. scheme of things and then the next day say my friends were like oh do you want to go for a beer mm. and that's probably only another 200 calories over but all of a sudden it feels like oh you've just let go yes Yes, when actually you track all of that, like you said, take those two scenarios, that's 700 calories. And it probably isn't even that because, yeah. like, say on the Sunday, you probably, I don't know, you might have been lower on your calories that day, just say, um, but it's almost like the, the, you're punishing yourself because like, you've, you've gone off the rails twice. Control yeah. yourself, man. So what 
has changed about your setup now um compared to that i think as well like i think if you set um short-term goals if you see this as a short-term fix this is where like things go off because mm. you you want to achieve your goals quicker and by doing that you might hinder it slightly but all of a sudden you know you, you feel like you've knocked yourself off course whereas if you have it as a, like you enjoy the journey rather than the destination mm -hmm. um it's like not a bad thing because this is who you are now this is your mindset is that you know you want to be able to like food is life literally life. like who wants to go through life without thinking oh, i'm going to smash a bowl of pasta for example yeah you those are like for me anyway i'm pretty sure you as right they, they're an experience for me as well yeah whether i'm out or i'm at home cooking it um always fresh always fresh <laughs> just, <laughs> like yes. i just want yeah, people yeah. to know like i make my pasta fresh um but yeah like it's an experience of like I want to be able to enjoy those along the journey. I don't want to stop doing those things. Mm. And for like a long time, I think I had the mindset of like achieving the goal as quick as possible right. rather than, yeah. yeah. Getting involved with a sexy, unsexy, long-term mindset, mm. which is very difficult to do. Let's not sit here and say that's easy. It took me years. Yeah. Um, and there, oh, there's always going to be hiccups along the way you know, with any mm -hmm. dieting stuff. But, yeah, I guess letting one binge spiral into yeah the next day and the next day and the next day, that's where the problem actually arises. Rather than, okay, I've eaten this packet of chocolate buttons, which I wasn't going to. What can I learn from this for next time? Mm. Next time, okay, did I not eat enough in the day? Where's my protein levels at? Have I, you know, moved more so I'm hungrier? Mm. Or, you know multiple multiple different scenarios it could be so that next time you've got those chocolate buttons in the fridge they're calling your name mm -hmm. you might still eat some but you might have this time planned for it a little mm -hmm. bit or you know. do you know what i do i've done actually slightly different it's kind of going off off topic but before i'd like buy things say like i don't know eight twelves because they're on offer mm -hmm. right now I, at one point, I wouldn't be able to control those eight twelves, and they'd go in like a day or two because they were there. And I think this is what a lot of pro people have problems with: is if those calories are in the fridge, you don't have that control. Um, and it, that is a big, big thing. I think that's a big psychological thing as well. But I think what I've got better at as well is if I buy, say, like a pack of flakes for like 130 calories each that if then i allow myself to eat all four mm -hmm. i mean i don't anymore but like it's not as it's almost like controlling it a bit more in a different way no, i don't set out to eat all four but it's a better option than getting like like you know when people get like multi-packs of crisps and they've got 24 packs in there mm. and then before they know it, they've eaten them in a week it's almost like it's that you allow what you have in to go in the same time frame as if like if you had four to if you had 24 yeah. they might go in the same time yeah it is that age-old thing of don't buy yeah yeah which again is really like annoying advice mm. to hear but it is true cause... yeah it's just like a really small thing i think like going to the shop going to tesco there might be eight tiles on offer for two pound or you can get mm. four for one pound fifteen you're like well, i'll get the two pounds mm -hmm. and i'll get eight but sometimes it's better just to be like 
I'll take the hit. I'll get the four. Definitely. Because I'm going to eat those eight regardless. Yep. Those eight, like, it's just like controlling it. Yeah, have you seen that meme that's like, present me is annoyed at <laughs> yeah. me that went to the supermarket when I was feeling healthy. <laughs> I didn't get any snacks. Yeah, no, that's me. <laughs> but it is actually quite true in mm. the fact that, you know, go to the shop with mm. this kind of thing in mind in terms of, yes, it might be on offer, it doesn't mean you have to Yeah, yeah. It. I think that's like a big thing that like I see a lot of when I worked in a gym a lot is people that will buy like multi-packs of crisps and then they'll come in. I don't know what it's always crisps, but or like biscuits as well. Like open a bit like a pack mm. of biscuits. Once it's open, it will go within three days. Whereas if you have a situation where like I know, penguin bars, for example, that are like wrapped, they might last a little bit longer because they're not open. It's just like a small like, yeah. like mindset. And the same with like the multi-pack crisp. I guarantee if you get a bag of six crisps, you'll probably eat them over the week. Mm. But if you've got 24 there, you're like, oh, it doesn't matter. Because it's, yeah. you've got, yeah. You also, you've got to, I guess, think about your personal binging, quote unquote, um, behaviours. Yeah, yeah. And work with it. Yeah, work, work with it rather than. Yeah, because so many people are like, oh, yeah, but I get it in for the kids. Yeah. yeah. Or I get it for my partner. When actually you know full well deep You're down yourself, you are yeah. going to be eating them. That is a good point. It's like it's almost like not ignoring your red flags, yeah. controlling them, and like learning to work with them rather than ignore them and then hope for the best. Hundred percent, hundred percent. Yeah. Uh, okay, so give us a roundup, Steph. So I think it's quite clear we're not binge eating experts. No. But we do want you to know it's absolutely okay to be a human you're not a robot everyone does it everyone that well you don't hide chris you don't hide rappers so you're gonna have to get this on instagram yeah i know we'll put it on our insta live in a minute Mm. yeah it's okay obviously it's things we need to work through um it's possible keep out of that all or nothing mindset perfectionist we don't expect perfect from you don't expect it of yourself you are going to go through hard times you're going to eat more some days than you planned doesn't mean you need to lose all the progress you've made in the last six months. Absolutely not. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Mine would just be, it's like climbing a mountain. Sometimes you have to go slightly off course and maybe take a little bit of step down to go back up. So, yeah, progress isn't linear. Yeah. Don't, don't beat yourself up. Steph, where can we find you? You can find me on Facebook, Instagram, at foodislife.nutrition. You can sign up to the Lean Bean course in the show notes if you want more details. They're also in the show notes. Um, If you have enjoyed this podcast, please do subscribe to the podcast. Mm. Share it around with your friends, your family, all your yo-yo dieting, people's colleagues, sign different accounts. They all need us. They all need us. They They do. Um, So, yeah, thank you in advance for doing that. And we do appreciate you guys talking about us. Mm. Jambo, where can we find you? You can find me strictly on Instagram at jambo.the.great. Just want to say, <laughs> I have had my first person reach out and DM me saying they listen to the podcast. <laughs> and I love you. I can't tell you how happy it made me. It's literally made his year. Was that like three years in the making? Yeah. See, just be relentless for something. Yeah, happen. yeah. It's a bit like my dating life, to be fair. That's a little bit. Uh, yeah, so I'm very, very pleased, very happy. Other people, please do reach out and um, 
Yeah. Give us some love. Yeah, it, some love. Uh, it really made me happy. Yeah, it was good. It's like... I feel proud. You record these podcasts and stuff, and then it's almost like you're just talking out to the world <laughs> and never get anything back, yeah. so it's nice. Yeah, so we want to know more highs to Jambo in mm. the DMs, and we also want to know about packet wrappers, food wrappers mm. in the bin, hiding them or not. Mm. Yeah, let us know. Oh, cheers for tuning in, guys. Thank you. Bye-bye-bye. Bye-bye.